welcome once again to the Ebone Zone, as I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 341st time on this Friday, June 16th, 2023. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, The Risks of Staged Rage. If you've ever been to a basketball game, you'll know that some pretty interesting things can happen, not just on the court, but it breaks in the action. Take, for instance, the third quarter skit in Game 4 of the NBA Finals. If you're not familiar with who's competing this year, it's a showdown between the Miami Heat and the Denver Nuggets. But the Heat's mascot has been getting the most attention since Friday of last week. Conor McGregor was set to promote a pain relief spray at the event, and here's how it happened. The Heat's mascot, named Bernie, get it? Burn? Heat? Anyway, he came out wearing boxing gloves and a robe, looking ready to kick some serious, well, you know. Here's the thing about that, though. Connor caught him off guard, hitting the mascot with a left hook, and then after Bernie hits the floor, McGregor added insult to injury with another few punches. All this was a setup for McGregor to spray his pain relief mist on Bernie at the end of the bit, but as it turns out, not only did the mascot need some, but the man in the suit needed a pretty heavy dose as well. At the end of the video, which I've linked in the description, by the way, Bernie had to be dragged off the court. Pretty intense, don't you think? The man who plays Bernie is recovering from the scrap. And see, this is why I wouldn't mess with one of the biggest stars in UFC history, because even though he hasn't fought since 2021, it's still a pretty intimidating idea to have to face him, gimmick or otherwise. And especially since with fake fighting, there's a lot of things that can go wrong. Somebody can get accidentally hit, and the next thing you know, it's an actual fight that you have to break up, because 30 seconds ago, things were meant to be civil, and we were supposed to just be acting like we're angry at each other and trying to knock each other's heads off, but now it's real. Use this as a word of caution. Even if you think you have everything planned out, that doesn't mean you do. There's still things that could come up that you didn't expect. And before we get to the rest of the episode, I'd like you to hear a word from my friends at McNutter Butter Coffee. The morning cup of coffee. It's an American tradition, smooth and full of flavor. Just the thing you need to get your day roaring to a start. But not all coffee is created equal. And if it's quality you crave, choose McNutter Butter Coffee. McNutter Butter is whole beans, so you can grind it yourself with the assurance of the freshest cup possible every time. Try the classic Good Morning Neighbor, a smooth all-day coffee. Enjoy in the morning to start your day or relax in the evening having a cup with a friend. Coffee Doodle Doo, a roast that's fit for a cowboy with a smoky flavor and a smooth finish. Or my personal favorite, Beanin' For You, the coffee that'll put a pep in your step with some great flavor. You can also freshen up with a McNutter Butter Facial Scrub. The saying is true. The only thing better than our coffee is sharing it with friends. To find out more, visit McNutter Butter Coffee on Facebook. This week, I would like to continue a tradition that I hold very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of Psalm. Psalm chapter 119, verse 114 says, Thou art my hiding place and my shield. I hope in thy word. One part of this verse that I really think stands out to me is, I hope in thy word. It's the latter part of the verse, but it's still very, very important. We can hope 
in God's Word. We have shelter in God's Word because God's Word will stand forever, and God's Word will not return void. God's Word is powerful. God's Word is quick. God's Word is sharper than any two-edged sword. And I've often heard it this way. The Bible is the basic instructions before leaving earth. It is our roadmap to this life. When we're anxious, there's a verse for that. In the ESV, Philippians 4, 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. When we're fearful, check this out. There's a verse for that. 2 Timothy 1, 7 in the King James, it says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. When we're lonely, there's a verse for that. Hebrews 13:5 in the King James, let your conversations be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he hath said, he being Jesus, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. It says here, thou art my hiding place and my shield. Here's another verse that supports that. Psalm 144 verse 2, my goodness and my fortress, my high tower and my deliverer, my shield and he in whom I trust, who subdueth my people under me. See, it's as simple as that. In God, we have a friend. In God, we have a father. In God, we have protection. In God, we have hope. In God, we are made holy. In God, we are made righteous. In God, we are made reconciled to his perfect son. And these are just a few examples. Even if we have nothing, we have everything when we have Jesus, because he is our bread when we're hungry. He is our water when we're thirsty. He is our shade when we're in the sun. He is our everlasting help in time of trouble. He'll be with us no matter where we are, no matter who we're with, no matter what we're doing. He is a constant in our lives when we invite him and accept him into our hearts. Will you do that today? Have you done that, friend? If you need a place to hide, if you need hope, if you need anything, run to Jesus. Sometimes the internet can be a pretty cool place. Other times, well, not so much. And that's why I've taken it upon myself to dive back into the depths of Twitter to see which side of the coin we're presented with this week. This week's hashtag is, I make you humble by. The first response to I make you humble by is arrogantly twirling my facial hair. Well, there's one thing I can't do yet. (laughs) If you've seen the behind the mic videos on Facebook, you'll know I'm clean shaven. But if you've never seen my face and imagine that I have a mustache or goatee or something, yeah, just keep doing that. The next response is pointing out your spelling mistakes. I notice these all the time, too, especially when it's a really easy word and I scroll across it on social media or something and I just end up thinking, how could you have gotten that one wrong? In the number three spot for hashtag I make you humble by is saying famous actors have no idea who you are. See, this is why I'm always confused about those entertainment shows on TV where it's like Taylor Swift took a walk outside today. And then everyone who watches is just shocked and they're like, Oh, wow. I did that today, too. She's so much like me. You know, we're basically the same person. She's so relatable. I don't know. Can we just tone that kind of stuff down just a bit, please? And the last response to this week's hashtag I make you humble by is not arguing, but explaining why I'm right. That's something that just gets under your skin, isn't it? 
You try so hard to prove a point, and then you end up not having one because the other person explains their side, and you realize you have no idea what you're saying. And at that point, there's no use arguing, really. When it comes to surgery, things can be intimidating, especially when there's an assistant who isn't properly trained. Take one situation in Germany that happened recently. A surgeon was performing a toe amputation when, I'm guessing, he decided he needed some help. He could have called for another surgeon, but he called a cleaner instead. A janitor helping with a toe amputation. I've got to admit, that's new. Yes! They're finally giving me a shot. It's been my dream to be a surgeon, but I've been grinding it out as a janitor for ten years, staying silent. You did it, Harold. You're finally hitting the big time. The cleaner had no medical experience and was asked to hold the patient's leg after they got a bit restless on the operating table. And when needed, he was also in charge of passing surgical instruments. I'm kind of thankful the dude that needed surgery was mostly asleep because think about it for a minute. If he'd have seen that the janitor was helping the surgeon, they might have had to catch him. (laughs) I know they would have me. I'd be out of there as soon as I could. The hospital found out about the incident after seeing the janitor come out of the operating room with bloody gauze pads in his hands. Okay, let me stop you right here. Maybe it's a good idea that if you're in a room that you're not supposed to be in, doing something that you know you're not supposed to do, don't bring the evidence that you did the thing that you weren't supposed to do with you when you come out of the room. Okay, I know I got a little bit heated there, but honestly, I didn't think I'd have to say that. The surgeon was fired, and I bet next time the hospital will be watching their janitors just a bit more closely. Either that, or now that the surgeon's gone and they have an opening, maybe the janitor gets a promotion, and they now pay him to do what he wasn't supposed to do in the first place? Only time will tell, I guess. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm really glad you could make it, and I hope you enjoyed the festivities. If you want to stay connected to the show, I'd invite you to pop on over to Facebook or Twitter and give the page a follow. Just search Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. And if you want more from the podcast, visit the website, www.ebonezone.com. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next week, my friend, God bless you, stay humble, and remember... Keep an ear out.